Mindless Can, the podcast, with radio personality Jane Lindley Thomas and psychologist Paul Bushel. Because every act of kindness, no matter how big or small, can change lives. In this series, Jane and Paul hope to enrich your life by giving you practical tools on how to be kinder in your relationships with yourself, with those around you, at home, work, and in your community. So in our Kindness Can uh, episode today, we are connecting with Sanele May. Sanele May um, was a name that we all became aware of in uh, 2013 um, when he was uh, the driver in that horrendous, most traumatic, horrific accident on Fields Hill that claimed the lives of uh, 24 people. Sanele, you were released from prison after six years last week. Yes. And uh, how's it being back home? After everything that happened, I sometimes think that what happened, so it is affecting me. But at the end of the day, I'm very happy to be at home. How have people treated you when you? What was the treatment no, of others? They, they welcome me. You know, I can't even explain the way they welcome me. They were very, very happy to see me. I'm sure there were lots of people that you really missed while you were away. Yes. And Sinele, what was life in prison like? I mean, how do you even explain what being locked up for six years, how was that? Yeah, life is very, very hard in that prison. It's very, very hard in there. It's very, very hard. I don't know hell, but if you can say hell, is, I think hell is better than prison. What kept you going in prison? Two people support. They gave me going and knowing that, okay, one day I won't end up here. One day I'll be out. And they'll be free as, as many people that are free today. So, and to pray and believe that everything happened for a reason. So, and know very well that one day we be a free man. There's nothing that lasts forever. Everything was it on time. Do you think about the accident every day? Although I'm out right now, but I won't forget that a lot of people, innocent people, passed away to a vehicle that was driving by me, to my hand. Yeah, that's a really. Those are hard thoughts to have. And, you know, as I'm sitting here listening to you talk, I imagine that being in prison is a lot of time, a lot of time to to replay the memories and, and to have lots of different thoughts. Maybe you want to share sometimes some of the thoughts that often pop into your mind over the years as, you, as you've tried to, to make sense of this and deal with this. Yeah, it was very, very hard. It was very, very hard. The, way I, the most thing I was thinking is about the family that they lost their loved one how they cope, and you see, some of them, because I know that most of them, they lost breadwinners in that accident, and some of them, even now, they are paralyzed through that accident. So they're living with the scars, and when they see it, they saw their scars, they remember what happened to them. So it was hurting me too much, too much knowing that, okay, me, I'm, I'm, I'm okay, nothing happened to me, but what about those families? And some of them are orphanage right now, today, because they lost their, their parents. I mean... And looking at the footage of the accident, I re-looked at it again this morning. And I mean, every time I drive through that area, I can't help but think about you. And I can't help but think about the families affected. And then I think to myself, do you sometimes just think that you wish that you had died too? If you said yes. When it happened, I never see anything. I just remember hitting the small car, then I was blank, then my eyes were blank. So I never saw anything. But when I was watching the video, so 
I was asking myself how I survive in such terrible accident like this. Do you think guilt is a big feeling that you sometimes have? Yes. And what's it? Even if some people, because most of it's not all of the, all, all of them that they have forgiven me. Some of them, when they saw me, they just saw a murderer. So even bring this, bring the thing up, saying, "Yeah, you come all the way to South Africa and kill our families, our mothers." So it was hurting me too much. Because at the end of the day, I asked myself, "Why I never died? Maybe." I'm not going to face all this thing that I'm facing right now. I mean, again, when watching footage this morning of you in court, when you when you walk into court and you've got the blanket over your head and the photographers are trying to get to you and people are are really close to you and you are crying under this blanket, what was going through your mind to get through moments where you just, you don't know if you can carry on? It was very, very hard even to face the people in the court because I didn't know that, okay, most of them, they are behind me, they are supporting me. So when I get in the court, got in the court, I was thinking that, okay, maybe they saw Medara or they want me to go to jail for life sentence. So it was very, very difficult even to face the families knowing that, okay, what I speak to them, what I'm going to say to them. And it was hard to even get the chance to say, I'm sorry and tell them what happened. I believe that some of the family members of the people that were killed actually came to see you in jail? Yes, they did, him. And how was how did they treat you? Were they angry? You, they told me that, okay, when they came, they were very, very angry. But the moment they saw me, they just ran to tear to each other. Even as I told them, also I just cried, knowing mm-hmm. how, how I'm going to face them. But... I got to give me the courage to just go through and tell them how sorry I am. And we shared the memories and they told me that, okay, Sanelli, we are here to tell you that we have forgiven you. So don't blame yourself about what happened. It was an accident. Although we lost our daughter and one of them, she was in, she woke up in the ICU. But the most important thing she said, she said, Sanelli, I forgive you and you are my brother. So I was very, very happy. It was just a relief. That looked like a heavy load is a little on my shoulders, knowing that some of them, they're forgiven me. Not everyone's blaming me about what happened. Sounds like a really brave moment uh, that must have taken a lot of courage for both of you to be able to, to sit with each other. At the same time, it yeah. sounds like a very powerful moment uh, where you could share each other's story, share each other's loss. It sounds like it meant a lot to you. It meant a lot. Because I, I, it, it, that opportunity I needed it most. Although they, they, most of the many of them, they never able to come. But if I can see that three of them to come forward and say, "May you have forgiven me," it means a lot to me, knowing that some of them have forgiven me after everything I did. So, Sanella, you wrote to each family, am I right, from prison? Yes, it's true. And what did you write in the letters? I was just asking for forgiveness. Letting them know that I'm very sorry for what happened. It's not my intention. Just have some evidence. So I'm asking them to forgive me for everything I did for, to them. I'm very, very sorry. I was just asking forgiveness to them. And most of them, they write back saying, okay, suddenly we're forgiven you. Now don't blame yourself for what happened. We forgive you. So now. Have you forgiven yeah. yourself? Mm, that is the most important thing you have to do in life. 
is to forgive yourself first. Because if you never forgive yourself, their forgiveness it has for nothing. Because I have to forgive myself first in order for me to ask forgiveness to the person that I did wrong to him. So, yes, I forgive myself for what happened. It's a hard journey to do that, I'm sure. I'm sure it's been sometimes a struggle inside of you to do that. It has very, very hard. But once you forgive yourself, it's the most important thing you have to do in life. Forgive yourself in order to in order for you to ask others to forgive you. Because they can forgive you. But if you never forgive yourself, they are forgiveness is for nothing. Because you'll always blame yourself about what happened. And you won't be able to carry on with your life. How do you feel about the people that don't forgive you? I don't blame them. I don't blame them at all. Because after everything that happened, you can't expect everyone or everybody to forgive me. It's very, very painful even to lose a child at home. It's very, very painful. So how much if you lost an elder or a breadwinner at home? So I don't blame them for for not forgiving me. But I ask God to, to, to I ask God to so that one day you can give them the courage to forgive me and say, Sane, they will forgive you for what you did. Yeah, forgiveness is sometimes a long journey and a different journey for all of us. And sometimes it takes a different amount of time. Yes. So where to from here for you, Sanele? Yo, for now, I'm just enjoying to be at home. I never make any plan now. But very soon I will come with a plan. What, what is the way forward? And on a day-to-day, I mean, when you woke up this morning, it must seem unreal to be home, right? Yes. Every day. Every day. It seems like I'm dreaming that I'm already at home. Even if it's like around 2 o'clock or 3 o'clock, I'm still moving in the street or going to play soccer with my friends. It's like I'm dreaming that finally I'm able to do my I'm able to do things on my own. And at the time that I want to do it. At any time that I want to do it. What did you miss the most about home? Just have my family. Mm. Most of them is my family because I was wondering whether I will find them alive. But with the thanks of God, I find them alive. Although my friend and my cousin passed away. So, what is a lesson you think that you want to take from this whole experience in your life? What do you think is a lesson you'll take with you from it? I learned that in life, you don't know what tomorrow brings in life. In everything that you are doing, you have to be very, very careful, especially. Those that are driving. Sometimes you are driving, you said, okay, but I'm driving, I'm driving this car because I want money. But at the end of the, ma- at the, end of the day, you have to think that on the road, the life of other people depends on you. So if you are rushing for the money or you are rushing for something else, you end up killing innocent people. And at the end of the day, you will be the one who is in trouble because you are going to face the law. And once you face the law, you will feel lonely there because... It's very, very hard inside the place. So in life, you have to be very, very careful in everything you are doing. And be responsible. Senele, is there anything that was kind to you in prison? I can say I made a few of my friends there inside. Although most of them, they were very, very kind to me. Even the members, the officials inside prison, they were treating me like a human being, not like somebody... With a monster or what, or a criminal. 
That's what I was going to ask you. If there's someone listening now, maybe it's a family member of someone that was killed in that accident on Fields Hill. Yes. What would you want to say to them? I want to say from the bottom of my heart, I'm very, very sorry for what happened. I'm very, very sorry. I don't know what I can do to show them that I'm very, very sorry for everything that happened. But it was not my intention, just as an accident. I know I'm going to live with this pain for the rest of my life because I won't forget what, is, what happened to me. Every day or every single day, it's hurting me because at the end of the day, if I'm, even if I'm trying to be, like, let's say I'm laughing with my friends, I'm happy, this thing just come out in my, in my mind, say, yo, remember what happened to you. So this thing is hurting me, and I know it will hurt me until I die. So I'm very, very sorry. I want to pass my apology, saying I'm very, very sorry. I'm asking them to forgive me for everything I did. I like to come back to South Africa, but at the same time, sometimes I feel scared, knowing that what will think to me, maybe they will kill me. So, yeah, I don't know where to now. But I'm very, very sorry for everything I did. The journey of forgiving yourself and the journey of them forgiving you is a is a process, and to you and to, to all of them, to be gentle and kind and patient on that journey. Senele, we've spoken about the people that haven't supported you and now let's talk about the people that have supported you. How has the love been from the Senele May supporters? Wow. I can't even explain. I don't think I was going to make it without their support. As I said from the beginning, I asked myself why I never died. So to see them coming and show me the love and the, the support that they showed me, in case Anele, now we are here for you. We'll do everything for you. So don't worry about what happened, okay? 
just forgive yourself about what you did. We are here to support you. So I don't know. I'm speechless about their support, about everything they did for me. Because, okay, although I was in prison, I was away from home, from my family. But to them, I get a big, big family. They are more, more, more important than my family to my life. Because they show me love. And they show me how how to take care of somebody who is in such a big situation like this. And I ask them, okay, to not stop doing this thing to me. There are some people out there that they need support. And some of them, they even commit suicide because uh, because of lack of support. So for them, for me, I say it, I salute them for everything they did for me. I appreciate, I really, really appreciate for everything they did. What were some of the kind things that they would do to show you that they supported you? The letters that they were writing to me, encouraging letters. Sometimes if I read, even if I say sometimes, okay, I don't feel okay. But once they came to the visit and they came with the letters from the people in the support group, they were reading them, and then I read, I read them the, the letters. I was feeling very, very happy, feeling like a human being saying, okay, Although after everything happened, there are some people that love me outside. There are some people that they don't see me as a matter. They see me as a human being. And they understand that, okay, what happened? It was an accident. So there was an encouragement that they were sending to it to me. It really, really helped me a lot. Sinele, you're so brave. Thank you for sharing your story with us. Yes. So, you know, we're chatting today about forgiveness and I can't help but feel as big as the emotion of feeling hard done by or hurt or devastated or mortified that forgiveness is possible. Mm. And, you know, he speaks about writing letters to all the families and then getting a response of some and not of others and how how hard it must be to cross over and be like, I lost a family member, but I forgive you. I think there's just so much emotion. And as I sit here and, and we share this conversation, I, I just yeah, I feel like I'm connecting with so many different feelings that exist on, on to so many people who are, who are connected to the story. And they're all such big, hard, tragic feelings. You know, I think guilt is, mm. is, is a big one in all of this. Anger, shock, trauma. And I think it takes, it's really a journey for each individual who's connected to the story to process all those different emotions and find space to, to acknowledge them uh, and find a way for them to find a resting place, I suppose, where they feel more manageable. And I think for each person connected to the story, that journey will look different. And some will find that closure or that forgiveness quicker where there's no judgment for the person on this journey who who's still struggling with that. And even for Sanele, that, that it's just such a journey of, of finding that forgiveness for self and finding the courage to sit with surviving families. And and so each each journey will look different. And so for the listener out there, whether you were connected to the story or you have a story of your own like this, just know that although forgiveness allows us to be free, of many of these emotions or the intensity of many of these emotions because some of them will exist in some form or another forever but we might be released from the intensity of them through forgiveness that sometimes 
comes in different shapes and forms for all of us. So please don't feel like you have to rush that process or be critical on yourself that you can't get there right now. Be gentle and be patient with yourself. And if you are struggling for it, know that, and again, it comes through in the story today, you don't have to be alone. Seek help. Talk to people about it. Share this. You don't have to walk that journey alone. Mm. And I think what really stood out for me is that if, there's gonna, if there could be a domino effect of maybe you have been someone that's hurt someone to start the road to self-forgiveness mm. and that if you're on the receiving end that there is the capacity for forgiveness. It might not happen now. It might not happen next year. But this for me certainly has been a story, a human story of the capacity that we can love even when mm. we have been robbed. Well, I think it goes back Jane, to that, that idea that we can hold different feelings all at one time. And so, although I might not be ready to forgive you because I still am trying to process some of my loss and my sadness and the implications of that to my practical life, being orphaned uh, or losing my loved one, I can still hold, on the other hand, the ability to sit with you and, and share a conversation about this or, or give you the chance to say what you need to say to me. And I don't have to forgive you in that moment instantaneously, but it's the start of that process. And I think those kinds of dialogues, there's so much space for them. There's so much healing that can happen in them. Of course, they take a lot of courage mm -hmm. and bravery. Um, but we know that in South Africa, the idea of restorative justice, that justice can only really ever be achieved for both perpetrator and victim and survivor when there's a certain element of, of forgiveness or a, a process of getting onto that path of forgiveness takes place. And for me, there's just so much value and, and power in that because we can set ourselves free, not just the perpetrator, but also victims and survivors can set ourselves free of some of the intensity of those emotions. Yeah. Until we connect again, uh, you can uh, reach out to us at www.kindnesscan.co.za or drop us an email at info at kindnesscan.co.za. Until we connect again, lots of love. You've been listening to Kindness Can, the podcast. Find out more at kindnesscan.co.za.